your life is over, you're dumb, you're a follower, are all things us young moms have probably heard at some point. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to season two of the From K to Z podcast. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm your favorite monotone podcast host, Krenza, and you're tuned in to episode seven. I know it's been a month since you last heard from me, but a lot has been going on, but I'm back and here to finish out the rest of the season. But how have you guys been? What have you guys been up to? You know, spring is upon us. You know, the weather is starting to get better, although it was just snowing the other day, which is kind of confusing, but... At least it's not as cold as it was a couple months ago. So, you know, that's progress. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm looking forward to summer this year. Listen, this year I'm about to summer like I've never summered before. Like this summer has to be equivalent, if not better, to summer 2016. If not, then I'd like restitution. But anyways, I'd like to talk to you guys about a couple of things. Firstly, I know how um, in a couple of the previous episodes I was doing like um, discussions about euphoria and stuff. So I was thinking that for next season, maybe I'm going to start a Patreon where, you know, you'll be able to get more exclusive content and like every Friday I'll do like a bonus episode where we just catch up and talk about like shows that I've been watching and things of that nature. So use the Google form that will be in the show notes of this episode to tell me what your thoughts on that is. Also, um, let me know what other kind of content you would like to see if I made a Patreon as well as on the from Kid Z podcast Instagram page. Also, I'm going to be incorporating more video for every episode next season as well, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm also going to try to not say like as much because I realize I say like about a thousand times per episode, so if that annoys anybody, I apologize. I'm going to work on it. I'll do better. And yeah, follow the From Kid Z podcast Instagram page if you haven't already. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. Enough of me rambling. Today I want to talk about young motherhood and this is something that I touched on last season in episode two. So if you haven't watched that episode, I talk about the pressures of being a girl mom. I'll also leave that link in the show notes below. It's that's probably one of my favorite episodes and my most um, listened to episode as well. But I'm going to keep today's origin story short because it is pretty much a short story, but a short story. Okay. Anyways, I got pregnant when I was 20. So at that point, I had already graduated college twice technically because I finished one program and then went back again. And I was working at a little cafe near my house. And when I found out I was pregnant, my friend Deanna was the first one that I told. And after that, I told my mom. And see, what was crazy about this situation is the fact that early that day, I found out that my baby daddy had a girlfriend um, who was also pregnant at the time. Now, if you pick up what I'm putting down, then you know what I'm trying to say. But in case you're a little lost, basically, um, he was a liar and a cheater. So um, I went through my whole like four hour work shift to knowing this information, which actually didn't come from him, but from his girlfriend. So on one of the breaks, I snuck off and called my mom while I was at work to let her know like what I just found out. And I was trying like so hard not to cry at work. It was like the longest four hour shift of my life. Knowing that this girl was pregnant, I felt like I had to take a test too just to make sure I wasn't pregnant. Keep in mind, I said just to make sure I wasn't pregnant. 
So after work, I go by test and then I get home and I go take a shower. But before I got in the shower, I took the test and it was the clear blue ones that says like whether or not you're pregnant and approximately how many weeks you are. So I took it and I wasn't waiting around for the two minutes um, before I went in the shower. So I just hopped in the shower. But before I texted my friend Deanna that I took the test and that when I get out the shower, like I'll let her know what it says. So I get out the shower and I look at the test and it says pregnant one to two weeks. And I sent her the picture of the test and we were like freaking out. And then I get out the bathroom and tell my mom pretty much right away because my anxiety was through the roof and it was just a very stressful situation. So I just went to tell her quickly. She was also, you know, obviously disappointed given the information that I told her earlier and like the circumstances and whatever. Then obviously then I started telling like close people in my circle. Now I'm going to be super honest. No one that I told at that time wanted me to keep the baby and that's just the truth um no one wanted me to keep the baby and everyone was coming at me with their opinions of what I should do which I know they obviously mean well but I was already going through like a stressful time and situation that honestly it kind of made it worse and I felt very alone and I felt kind of angry with them because I needed support but instead I feel like I got a lot of like I don't even know how to describe it but I don't know it was just like a they were just trying to hit me with like a logic and what I should do and advice, but like really what I needed at that time was like support and a hug basically. So my pregnancy pretty much started off stressful and you know, the stress and all the emotions didn't really end. I'm not gonna lie to you. It basically lasted like the whole pregnancy. Also even like after she was born, but that's like a whole different story for a different day. But fast forward, obviously I kept the baby and my daughter was born July 2021. So at that time I was 21. She's still young. I'm 22 now, but 21 is still young and it's not an age that, you know, I ever thought I was going to have a child at when I was younger. But you know, life happens, whatever. My dad was not happy about me being pregnant. I'm not really going to discuss his reaction too much, but just know that it was not good. And he was very upset and very disappointed and he said some hurtful things. I mean, we've made up since then, it's whatever. But at the time, that just like added on to like the emotions and everything, which just made it even more of like a stressful process. And I was like the most afraid of telling him and I even like waited a bit before I told him. So yeah, so that was my story. Side note, I also realized that I said like about a thousand times already. So you know what? We're going to work on the like thing for season three, okay? But till then, just just bear with me. Now I have some stats that I'd like to share with you guys. So according to World Health Organization, every year an estimated 21 million girls aged 15 to 19 years in developing regions become pregnant and approximately 12 million of them give birth. At least 777,000 births occur to adolescent girls younger than 15 years in developing countries. So according to Stats Canada, in 2020, there were 5,862 births um, from women aged 15 to 19, and 34,784 births um, from women aged 20 to 24. So as you could see by these stats, well, you can't see, but as you could hear by these stats, young pregnancy is rampant. And even like in Canada, aged 20 to 24, there's 34,784 births. That's in my head, like 24 is still pretty young. 
So I would be in the 20 to 24 category, but even in the 15 to 19 category, there's still 5,862 births. And I can imagine the numbers have increased significantly, especially since COVID started. I've definitely seen a lot of people my age and younger having babies, which is crazy to me because growing up, having a baby at a young age was like something that like, I just knew that I did not want. And I feel like that's kind of sometimes taught in certain households that, you know, you don't want to have a kid super young. Like you don't want to be a teen mom. I mean, I wasn't a teen mom, but still young mom, teen mom, whatever. We're all still young. It doesn't really matter. And that's kind of crazy to me. And I feel like it's kind of become a trend. And now it almost seems like it's the cool thing to do. You know, for some people, they get pregnant by accident or unplanned. But then I feel like girls get pregnant intentionally, which I mean, it's your life. Like, do you as someone who had a baby at 21? I don't think having a baby before you've established a life for yourself is something you should aspire to do. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to lay out some pros and cons. So firstly, the first con is the freedom of being able to go wherever, whenever you want is pretty much over like you are now a mom day in day out 24 7 you going out with your friend here going to dinner here going to get your nails done here like that you can still do those things but it's not going to be as frequent as it was before secondly kids are a big financial burden like the money you spend on your nails your lash extension your new wigs with a frontal all that takes a backseat and, you know, your nails, lashes, and frontals now going to turn into diapers, wipes, and formula, and baby clothes, you know? Thirdly, baby daddies aren't always as present and helpful as they say they will be, if at all. Because realistically, they don't have to take care of the child. They cannot feed the child. I mean, they can change diapers, but the thing about, you know, having a kid with somebody is whether they're in the kid's life or not whether they choose to walk away or not you are still forever like what's the word indebted and in, in, in you're still forever dedicated to the child regardless my last con is you might not have the support system to help with the baby due to parents or family being upset so if you have you know a baby at a young age your family might you know be upset there's been stories of you know family members and parents even like kicking their child out and disowning them so your support system might not be there which is also hard because it really does take a village to raise a child in my case i was definitely not prepared for the complete life shift that happened after my daughter was born i'm nine months in and it's still a struggle sometimes and i have to ask if i can go places to see if my mom is able to watch the baby it's like suddenly I'm in middle school again and it's hard to balance the things I want to do outside of being a mom and I do feel like it's important to maintain a sense of self and not get lost in being a mom because it is a challenge to balance everything and you know I make to-do lists for the day and I'm lucky if I even complete one or two of the things on the list especially now because she's getting older and wanting to move around more and touch everything she shouldn't so I have to keep more of a watchful eye on her. On the other side of that though, motherhood is a beautiful thing. And although having a child at 21 wasn't ideal, it taught me responsibility. And before her, I barely had any responsibility. So here are some of the pros. Like I just mentioned, you know, it teaches you responsibility. Now you have to be responsible for a whole human, not just yourself, but you're a whole human. You have to make sure another human's parts are washed good. You have to make sure another human is fed. You have to make sure another human is, you know, diapers change you have to make sure another human has clothes to wear you know it's a lot of things you have to make sure your your this other human has you know socks on their feet you know it's like all these like little things that you now have to be mindful of and think about 24 7 
Secondly, it gives you the motivation to go after your goals. Now it's like, makes me want to push harder for my goals because I have a child to support and I want her, you know, to be proud of me and, you know, see what I've accomplished, you know, when she's older. Thirdly, you get to be a young mom. And what I mean by this is not young in terms of like, now you're 21, you had a baby. I mean, like, when she's older, I will still be kind of young as well. So when she's 20, I'll only be 41. To me, I feel like is young. So maybe we'll still be able to hang out and do things. If she'll want to hang out and do things with me. And my last pro is the um, bounce back process. I feel like the younger you are, the easier it is for you to bounce back after a baby. I also feel like your pregnancies might also be a lot easier as well. Because I feel like as you get older, they get a little bit more, you know, complicated. I don't know if that's like 100% fact. That's just like my opinion. But with that being said, I'm still not promoting getting pregnant at a young age. Before we continue, we are going to take a brief intermission. You know the drill. Grab a snack, get a beverage, or just, I don't know, stare off into space. We'll be back. we are back so i also want to briefly address the controversy on social media surrounding baby mama culture because the people on twitter especially black twitter got a lot to say okay a lot of people basically are talking about that um you shouldn't have kids if you can't raise them in a loving two-parent household or that um you know people just want kids as accessories or like they're just all about drama with the baby daddies now here's the thing you know opinions are like assholes everyone has one but you know how you know people say stay out of grown folks business stay out of baby mama's business now i'm not gonna glorify you know baby mama culture and being a baby mama it just is what it is you know there's nothing i can really do about it i'm a baby mama okay and like it's just what it is but what i think is people need to stop with the idea that the only acceptable way to bring a child into this world is if you're married and they also need to stop criticizing and looking down on people who have kids who aren't married because one not everybody aspires to be married some people don't even believe in marriage and two who are you to tell anybody what they should do with their lives and their private parts and with their bodies at the end of the day i do not need a man to help me raise my child i basically raise her pretty much on my own support her financially pretty much on my own So I do not need a man for that. So to say that you shouldn't bring a child into this world unless they're going to have two loving parents, I cannot help the fact that her dad is the way he is. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of other women who have kids too. If the dad is a deadbeat dad, you cannot help that. You know, a lot of men will say they're going to be involved and that they're going to help on this and that. And then the baby actually gets here and they do the exact opposite. But that's not my problem. I hold things down. Without a man, period. Do agree though that the glorifying it aspect is kind of weird. I don't really feel like any part of like anyone's personal life should be glorified. It's like your life, what you choose to do is what you choose to do. If you decide to have 10 kids with 10 different baby daddies, that's your prerogative. If you decide to wait till marriage to have a kid, that's also your prerogative too. And that's nobody's business but your own. 
Now I want to touch on social constructs. Let me give a quick definition on what a social construct is. So social constructionism is a theory in sociology, social ontology, and communication theory which proposes that there are certain kinds of facts which rather than depending on reality itself, instead depend on the shared ways of thinking about and representing the world that groups of people develop collaboratively. So my question is, who are these groups of people? I don't know them. So why am I going to live my life based on what they say? Why am I going to feel ashamed because, you know, society or these people say that I should have waited till marriage to have a kid? In the last two years, I've realized I don't believe in social constructs. I do, however, believe in doing whatever you want to do as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself. Today, I'm introducing a new segment to my solo episodes where I mention someone or something relevant to the topic. So today, I couldn't talk about young pregnancy and motherhood without mentioning Kylie Jenner. Because we unfortunately live in a world where social media is the end-all, be-all, and celebs are highly influential, especially in the lives of teens and young adults. And I feel like when Kylie Jenner got pregnant and had Stormy, who was one of the cutest kids I've ever seen, I feel like a lot of people got baby fever. But the one thing people are forgetting is that we are not Kylie Jenner. We do not have an endless amount of resources to be able to have nannies and a lot of help. And not to bash her because I'm sure she is a present mom and very hands-on. And we can't blame her because she's successful. But I think that girls see her and get the wrong impression about motherhood. Motherhood is not about Fendi strollers and Nike shoes. And also what we have to remember too is celebrities are not going to show you the behind the scenes real rawness of their everyday life they could be you know going through postpartum depression struggling adjusting to motherhood just like us but they're not going to show that you know they're only going to show the highlights of you know their lives so if you're one of those people who are young and you know caught baby fever keep that in mind and don't make a decision that will impact the rest of your life just because you see a celebrity on social media doing it If that's something that you really want to do because you feel like you're ready and XYZ, then I mean, go for it. But keep those things in mind when you see like what influencers and celebrities post online. For today's recommendation, it is very simple. My only recommendation for today is to practice safe sex. And that is it. That is literally my only recommendation for today. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you're able to learn something and take something away from this episode if you are another young mom out there hey girl um if you are considering pursuing young motherhood enter at your own risk um yeah don't forget to check the show notes for the link to the episode two from last season and for the google forms you can give me feedback um for next season without further ado i you know i'm gonna leave you guys with a quote as i always do So today's quote is, we should be the natural home for young mothers, but we're not. Because too often we sound like people who think the only good mother is a married mother. And that quote is by Frances Maud. So with that being said, I'll see you guys next Monday. 